Hi, this is Tia Sarkar. I play Sabine Wren on Star Wars Rebels, and you're listening to Twin Suns Transmission. Of course, it ends where it becomes a desert planet with twin suns. Hey, my name is Taylor Gray, and I play Ezra Bridger in Star Wars Rebels. I hope you enjoy this week's episode of Twin Suns Transmission. Here's where the fun begins. Let's make this epic more interesting. You've taken your first step into a larger world. And welcome back to another episode of Twin Suns Transmission. I'm your host, Eric Pfeiffer, and today we have a brand new host that's going to be with us for the foreseeable future. As many of you know, Jesse is taking a leave of absence to focus on school and work. So Amanda, my fiance, is going to be joining us until Jesse comes back, and Amanda, welcome officially to Twin Suns Transmission. Well, thank you so much. So we got a lot of great stuff, and today on our episode, we're going to be learning a little bit more about Amanda, so you guys can uh, get to know her a little bit better as she continues to take Jesse's place uh, on Twin Suns Transmission to discuss all things Star Wars. So, before we do that, I want to talk about some of the Star Wars news, because that's what we do here. We focus all on the Star Wars news. Some great things in a positive way here at Twin Suns. Um, and so the first thing, Amanda, is that The Mandalorian, which I feel like for many of us sort of reignited the fire uh, for Star Wars and many people's lives, and they are nominated for Best Drama in a Television Series at the Golden Globe Awards. So that's very exciting. Wow, that is a huge deal. I am really excited to see if Star Wars actually wins a Golden Globe Awards because we know that they generally tend to get snubbed just a little bit when it comes to awards season, and I think that this show really deserves it, especially this season. They totally knocked it out of the park. They nailed it from the special effects to the collaboration of the crew to the whole cast, I think this season was dang near flawless. It was, I liked it better than season one, to be honest. Yeah. Well, it, they definitely did a great job with it, and we know that The Mandalorian won a bunch of Emmys, which is really cool. Um, I think they took almost half of what they were nominated for, if not more. Um, but if you guys are interested in watching the 78th Annual Golden Globe Awards, you can do that on February 28th on NBC. They didn't stop there, though, Amanda. We did get another announcement of another award that The Mandalorian was nominated for. So what do we got there? Yes, let's for not forget this award season that we actually are nominated for a Screen Actors Guild Awards for the Best Stunt Ensemble in a Comedy or Drama Series. So The Mandalorian has now been nominated for their stunt ensemble. And I think that that is, if they don't win that, I'm going to be really upset because they do such incredible work. I mean, the stunt work with the um, battle scene between Moff Gideon and Din Djarin was Mm -hmm. absolutely incredible. Rosario Dawson and her stunt double working as Ahsoka, like, they just, they really did such an incredible job this season. And I don't think that I've seen anything on TV that's comparable this year. Yeah. 
I just keep thinking back to to Robert Rodriguez uh, talking about behind the scenes that he took a couple page action scene. I think he said three page action scene or something like that uh, in the episode with Boba Fett where Boba Fett gets his armor back and turned it into a nine minute action scene. And so you get all those stunts, the explosions, Fennec Shand rolling around and jumping and everything. I think, yeah, I think... I mean, that backwards jump on its own deserves a nomination, in my opinion. I think that moment is going to be kind of um, just frozen in time forever for all of us. And Boba Fett with his gaffy stick. Mm -hmm. Like, he was like Oprah. You get a gaffy stick, and you get a gaffy (laughs) stick, and you get a gaffy stick. I mean, it was pretty awesome. And I love Tamara Morrison, so... Yeah, if they don't walk away with it, I might throw some stuff at the TV, but, you know. It'll be fine. So, if any of you were wanting to watch the SAG Awards this year and root for The Mandalorian, um, it's usually held in January, but per usual with everything going on in the past year and a half, it's been shifted back a few months to April, and the ceremony will be airing on April 4th on TNT and TBS at 6 p.m. Pacific Time or 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Awesome. Go, Mando! All right, Amanda, let's go ahead into our segment here. Getting to know you a little bit more as the TST co-host that's going to be working with me probably for a good six months uh, moving forward here. If not longer, we'll see. We'll see when Jesse can come back. But I want our listeners to get to know you. I'm sure they've seen you multiple times. If they follow us, you have been working with Jesse on Space Buns our video show focusing on the women of Star Wars. Uh, You've done How's Your Star Wars uh, every couple weeks Mm -hmm. and kind of done that show for us. And then, of course, you've been on our book club podcast talking about the book club. But I don't know. I think you've been on Twin Suns Transmission a couple times. Uh, But now you're going to be the main host. So let's go ahead and sort of introduce you formally to all of our listeners out there and we put out a couple questions uh, or put out uh, a request for people to ask questions to you and so let's go ahead and get through some of those so yes this is the ask me anything segment so y'all can ask me just about anything and this is going to be presented in a rapid fire type format so i'm not gonna i haven't seen any of these questions guys So I'm just going to kind of sit here and answer as quickly as possible whatever comes off the top of my head. All right. So we got a bunch (laughs) of questions here from Dumo. So Dumo, thank you for submitting your questions for Amanda. uh, What's your favorite DC film? Oh, Wonder Woman. Uh, What's your favorite Marvel film? Oh, that's a tough one, but I love Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. Volume one? Volume one. All right. Best advice you ever received in life? Eat the cake. Eat the cake. <laughs> Who gave you that advice? I think that was my mother. Oh my gosh. <laughs> if you had chance to have dinner with five people, living or dead, who would they be? Oh, um, Queen Elizabeth. Um, my great grandmother, Murray. Let's see. Um. That's two. You got three I, I know. This is really hard. Dave Filoni, George Lucas, and... Oh, snap. I need one more. 
Oh, the pressure. I gotta think fast. My brain is blanking. Guys, uh, Natalie Portman. Hmm. <laughs> I feel like your answers would be different had you had time to think on that one. Probably, but I love Natalie Portman anyways. <laughs> All right. When did you realize you were a geek? Um, I think that awakening happened when I was six or seven and my mom sent me to my room for misbehaving in the house thinking that this was a punishment. And when she came back in there, I had taken all the books off my bookshelf and built myself a book fort and I was sitting in the middle of it with my book and she walked in and she was like, so you're not even like feeling guilty. And I think that's when I realized I'm like, I'm in my book fort, man. This is kind of (laughs) cool. Were you reading nerdy books or were you just reading books? I think I was reading like a young reader's Disney Beauty and the Beast novel. Well, not novel, but you know. Junior novel. Junior novel. Mm -hmm. Yep. What would your autobiography be called? Magical Me. Oh, God. (laughs) We'll start calling you Gilderoy Lockhart. Pretty funny. Magical um, me? Oh. No, I think in all reality, um, tripping through the galaxy. Tripping through the galaxy. Or stumbling through the galaxy so that people don't take that the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I would call mine the collector. Of course you would. Yeah, that's what mine would be. Although maybe yours should be stumbling through the galaxy. Why? Have you heard yourself trip? fair point okay next uh we got a question from jim so jim he wants to know what your favorite film from each trilogy is prequel trilogy original trilogy and sequel trilogy oh man i'm gonna like get roasted here after this episode airs all right lay it on me no what what's your favorite what's your favorite out of the prequel trilogy Episode 2, Attack of the Clones. Why is that? Padme. <laughs> <laughs> She's also in Episode 1 and 3. I know, but I really love her in Episode 2. Okay. What about the original trilogy? Oh, uh, original trilogy, Return of the Jedi. Okay. Why is that? Um, I've got a thing for Ewoks. <laughs> <laughs> I love them a lot. Just give me all the murder bears. I don't know. So I love the Ewoks. Um, I love Leia in this one. She really kind of comes into her own. Okay. And then what about the sequel trilogy? The sequel trilogy? The Rise of Skywalker. Okay. Why is that? I bawled my eyes out for, like, most of this movie. Um, I just, and that's a good thing. Yes, yes. that It was a very emotional film for me. So seeing um, Han Solo come back and talk to Ben, that was, that was a moment. Um, Leia's journey through this and how they utilized the old footage of Carrie Fisher from the prior films... Um, and how they worked her daughter into it. And just that moment when the last moment we saw Leia on screen living, quote unquote, she was led off by her daughter. Mm-hmm. And that was just like, I had full body goosebumps and like my eyes were just welling up with tears. Um, 
I loved the connection between Ray and Ben. I loved everything we got with the dyad, and I really want to see more of that. Um, just everything about that film. I love that we got Ben solo and without saying anything for the entire time he was Ben Solo, that was some of the most incredible acting. Like, he didn't say a word, but you knew exactly what was happening and exactly what his intentions were, and I thought that was just incredible to watch. Um, and then when Ray had, you know, expanded all of her life force and he's just holding her, like, looking around for someone to help, and then he realizes he's the one that can help. That was a beautiful moment, in my opinion. So, yeah. Lots of feelings about that one. All right. So we got Attack <laughs> of the Clones, Return of the Jedi, and The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Awesome. So, Dumo and Jim, thank you for submitting your questions for Amanda. And uh, at this point in the show, I kind of want to just talk to you a little bit about your interest in Star Wars and how you became a fan and kind of get a little bit more in-depth as far as uh, where your fandom lies. I know kind of growing up, Harry Potter was your fandom and that Mm -hmm. was something that you really enjoyed uh, growing up and still enjoy to this day. But Star Wars, it seems like, you know, since you met me and you've gotten more involved in the fandom, uh, it seems like that is kind of where you've been been leaning towards not that not that harry potter will ever sort of leave your heart but um it seems like star wars has definitely sort of taken off in your life oh absolutely um harry potter is what made me fall in love with reading and fantasy um growing up and then I mean, we don't get a lot of content anymore, and there are some personal reasons that I have for stepping back in that fandom a little bit, and I mean, Star Wars, I have so many new things to explore with, and I feel like it's a far more developed world. Mm -hmm. Um, It's had, what, 50-some years? It's the 50th anniversary of Lucasfilm, this year, mm-hmm. but uh, the original movie came out in 1977, so that's like 44 years. Okay, yeah. So almost five decades of world building, and it's still expanding. I mean, we had eight drops during the um, the Disney... The stockholders thing or Yeah, whatever. the Disney stockholders meeting. Um, where they I, they discuss all of the new things, and then they smacked us again with the Book of Boba Fett as a surprise. Mm-hmm. So, I, like, and I love it. It's smart. It's funny. It's about family. It's about love. It's about friendship. It's about loyalty. It's about, you know, making mistakes. I think it's such a beautiful story. Yeah. And the other thing, too, is... We are getting married in, mm-hmm. like, six months now. Um, and so, you know, you had grown up and you, you had seen the films and, and then, you know, you meet me and I have this collection and stuff. And that's not something that I feel like you really understood, like, deep down how much people get into collecting and, like, you know, what that means to a bunch of people. So what's it been like for you to kind of jump into that lifestyle? Um, the first couple years, like, before we started dating, he invited me out a couple of times with him and his friends to go to these midnight toy drops and, like, 
made me watch all of the movies with him and go through all of it. And I made him watch Game of Thrones and we were like trading geek stuff. And I, it was definitely like fun in a rush the first couple times, especially when we got to go to the Force Friday um, for Rogue One at Toys R Us when Toys R Us was still a thing. And we're like running through the aisles and I'm chucking stuff in the cart and he's handing it under bodies. And it was like, you know, nerds rushing the stands and (laughs) Mm -hmm. it was a totally wild experience. And it was something that I never thought existed. And then fast forward to, you know, we're dating. I've gotten into the collecting a little bit. I've learned how to curate a little bit better and how to, you know, search for replicas and screen used stuff and I've gotten comfortable with all the figure lines and you know kind of gotten at least waist deep into the uh, collecting pool we go to Star Wars Celebration and I think that's when I really got the bug and it wasn't just like an I enjoy this casually this is fun it was a I will die if I don't get the Ahsoka Tano <laughs> pin from the Pop Minded booth, I think I will actually die. And I woke up at, I think it was four o'clock in the morning to go and wait in the tent to get in line. And then, and it was uh, Jesse and I together. And then we went and got in and we had to wait another line before they opened it up because they had all of the um, ADA and the special people, like the fancy, the fancy people, the people who had um, publicity and all that. Media, there we go. And we literally, as soon as they opened the uh, the cords up to let us in, I, we booked it to the pop-minded booth. Like, I had my head down running so that I didn't catch any elbows. I'm kind of short. And we got there. We're in line. There's two pins left when we get up there. And they are like, no, you guys can't line up yet because it's not technically open. to to the public yet and Jesse lost it because we made an unofficial line and then they're like no you can't make this unofficial line and I don't know if you guys know but unofficial lines are like a serious business in the collecting circle and Jesse was like I don't know what you're thinking that guy let us line up and now you're not letting us line up and this is ridiculous and then I he just kind of backed down and (laughs) Oh, okay. He Here's was the like, line. <laughs> They're crazy. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I think since then it's been like waiting up, especially this year for the online drops has been a thing. Um, the websites crashing. Uh, what was it? The Disney, the shop Disney, crashing for yep. Force Friday this year. That was a little rough. No, uh, May the fourth. Yeah. Or May the fourth. Thank you. That was really upsetting. So yeah, it's been a rush. Um, I definitely love being a part of the collecting world now. I, I can't imagine not thinking about collecting or thinking about curating what is now going to be our collection um, for the PfeifferCon collection and kind of figuring out where we want it to go as opposed to like just being everything. I think we're trying to get some higher end items now and really make this like in a beautiful a beautiful museum type thing going forward yeah i mean i have some ideas on how i want the collection to look and i know you have some ideas on how you want it to look and i think 
as you get older, you kind of develop different tastes and you acquire more money and, and things like that. So the collection definitely will go through some changes as, as you know, we continue to get older and, and grow and, and work on the collection together. So mm-hmm. I'm definitely excited about that. But you were talking about uh, unofficial lines and <sighs> that happens, I mean, literally everywhere. Like even... even um, at this last celebration in Chicago, and they had made a point, and they even put this in their little, in their little, um, I don't know, FAQ thing or, or whatever, info, and they were basically like, yeah, we're not going to allow people to line up before 6 a.m., um, we're going to shoo people away and stuff like that, and they, they had the tents out there, and you weren't allowed to go through security and stuff like that right away, but... There was a line. There was a line. There were people out there at four o'clock. I was one of them at one day, just waiting in. You know, I was I think second or third in line, one day across the street. And then as soon as the security guys got there, we all went and went through security and got in our line and everything. So I think that they were not letting there be official lines though, because it was like early April in Chicago and it was sub zero at four o'clock in the morning. So I think they were worried about people like freezing to death and suing them so <laughs> yeah well there's there gonna be lines no matter what one. i know it, it, it's a crazy breed of people yeah no matter what there will be a line somewhere you can get shooed away and then you'll make another one five 20 feet, away feet from it. yep and yep. then you're gonna get another one so. <laughs> but you can shoot them all the way down the block and they'll just keep reforming yeah <laughs> yep but <laughs> That's one of the great things about being a Star Wars fan is that, that we are crazy. Um, and, you know, I think for many of us, Star Wars Star Wars has brought you to some of your best friends now, you yeah. know. Um, I mean, other, other people who work on different podcasts and who we met through, you know, me and being Star Wars fans and PfeifferCon and all that stuff, you've... You've met some other fans uh, that have become really great friends to you. And and so, you know, Star Wars brings people together. Yeah. I mean, in fandom, I have found my people. Yeah. My maid of honor, my best friend Teresa, my best friend Christy. I mean, I can't imagine not knowing. And Sarah and Bryn and just like all the girls that I've met that are actually interested in talking about things that I'm interested in. I think mm-hmm. I found a really good group of women that just gets it. And it's not about, and you know, if it's your thing, that's totally cool. But it's not like, oh, what are the Kardashians doing? Or, oh, let's go, you know, shopping or whatever. It's, you know, it's more my speed in what I'm interested in. So, yeah. Well, if there was one thing that you wanted all of our listeners to know about you, what would you, what would you want to tell them? I really like pie. <laughs> That's the one thing, huh? Yeah. All right. Cherry pie specifically. Homemade. All right. <laughs> well, let's go ahead and wrap it up here. I feel like everyone's gotten a good taste of who you are. Um, but I do want to ask you, what are you looking forward to most uh, being a podcast host and in, in the upcoming Star Wars content that we've got? Um, I mean, we already talk so much at home about what we love about Star Wars and what's coming up, and I think it'll be really fun to kind of work through that in a podcast setting and um, just connect with our listener base and, you know, make some really cool content. 
All right. Well, we're very excited to have you here on Twin Suns Transmission. I'm, I'm looking forward to creating content with you and talking about Star Wars with you. And uh, we're getting closer to our 200th episode where we'll have a couple guests on, which is going to be very exciting. So don't miss that. But hopefully everyone stays safe. I know here in the Chicagoland area, it's very cold. We've had a lot of snow and ice, and of course, COVID is still out there, so make sure everyone's staying safe, staying warm, and staying healthy. So thanks so much for listening to episode 197 of Twin Suns Transmission. We'll be back again soon, and as always, may the Force be with you. Hi, this is Vanessa Marshall, Harrison Dula from Star Wars Rebels. You've been listening to Twin Suns Transmission, an exciting show where sand gets everywhere. Thank you for listening to this presentation of the Twin Suns Podcast Network. May the Force be with you, always. Airmaster Tatooine. It's controlled by the Hutt. Rendezvous point on Halloween. This time you will not have to meet the king.